Hello and welcome to episode 27 of Nerdspeak. I am Ted and with me as always is my nephew Brendan. Hello Nerd Nation. And Brendan's other uncle and my older brother Brian. Why is it always older? <laughs> He's uh, my older uncle too, if that helps. Right, you're the oldest uncle, right? Yeah. Alright. Uh, as, as we start each week, we always want to thank our uh, Patreon members. And we have Corey the Godfather keeping it strong at $100 a week. Yeah. Uh, Ginger, my sister, my, Brian and I's sister, and Brendan's mom, Ginger, keeping it strong at $75 a week. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, Wendy, always helping out with uh, 50 bucks a week. So we thank them. And I don't think they know yet that we have those things on them. Oh, they don't? Yeah, they'll maybe, figure it out. Yeah, maybe Wendy's should... at the base level with her 50, so right. that's where you, if you want to donate, that's where you start, so... And then your mom is uh, gold level and Corey's platinum. Exactly. So, all right. Uh, if others want to follow their lead, Brian, where do they do that at? Go to patreon.com slash nerdspeak forward slash nerdspeak. And, you know, there are options that are more, shall we say, economical than more, the big dollar friendly <laughs> so don't be scared off by our generous uh, contributors so far every little bit helps that's right um as we start each week we want to get into it with our versus question and this week we're going to tackle the movie going experience we're getting close to the uh, big time summer tentpole movies yeah they started uh, in march right because they start in march <laughs> jesus uh, so we wanted to tackle some of the, just the overall going experience, because uh, our local theater has made some changes. Mm-hmm. So, Brian, your versus question is, are you going with a Coke or are you getting a slushy? My, uh... Or I guess it would be a Pepsi in your case versus a slushy. Well, our theater does only have Coke, so I do like uh, the frozen Coke as my treat at the movie. Mm-hmm. Okay. If that's not available, as they are 50% of the time... Then I will go with just a traditional cherry Coke. Nice. I didn't know you liked cherry. It must be a goody thing. Like, it's a movie. I, I like. It's I just can. a movie thing. Just a movie thing? Really? Yeah. You save cherry cola for the movie theater? For the most part, yeah. Huh. Maybe the occasional steak and shake, but yeah. Mostly there. And so am I asking Ted? You're asking Brendan. Brendan. Popcorn versus nachos. I consider myself a traditionalist. Which uh, carby snack do you like? Yeah, I'm going salty with, carby snack. Going with the popcorn for sure. Now, yeah. do you do the, uh, the the partially hydrogenated butter flavor? Yeah, oh yeah. You like butter I, it up. I butter it the fuck up. <laughs> Have you seen the trick you do with the straw the, now? The straw. I don't understand that. I mean, then you're just putting it all at the bottom. No, you work your way up. You put the straw on the butter thing, and you start at the bottom, and you pull your popcorn away, oh. distributing the butter across the popcorn as you go up. So, so you have see, this so butter the, core right down the middle, right, like yeah. your, <laughs> your Ben and Jerry's ice yeah, cream. Yeah, you got the butter core. Because, see, I normally just, like, butter the hell out of the top, then take a handful and shove that in my face. I wonder if you could work out with them where they give you half it. your popcorn, you go over there, butter it, shake it up, go back, get the other half. Yeah, or can ask, I have it in two bags? Ask them in two bags. Yeah. Maybe that'd be the better way better way to do it so just straight up popcorn fuck nachos not even considering no because i don't like having the cheese sauce and that being a factor of 
than that getting all over me. I will, yeah, because you can't see it. Yeah. Well, they do They do give you the, the container that the chips come in. Uh-huh. First of all, the chips are bags, so you have to open the bag and then dump the chips, and then Sinoid. you get the cheese thing. There is a little holder. On, in, like, a tray thing? Yeah, on your tray thing that you put your cheese cup in. Okay. So. Yeah, every experience I've had with it, it's just been, like, too much. Like, I'm like, this is... Yeah. Taking me away for a minute. So what's your backup to popcorn? If I don't have popcorn, then I do enjoy me some uh, some Sour Patch Kids. Faux oh, show. yeah, yeah. Like those? Faux show. Mm. A little gummy bear once in a while. Gotcha. Let me ask Ted, too, since I almost did that before. I'll ask him. All that's right. fine. <laughs> Ted, Ted, are you going with the pretzel or some candy? I usually don't get a sweet tooth until after I get done eating a meal, uh-huh. and then that's like when I want something sweet, so every once in a while I like getting the pretzel at the theater. Okay. Big salty pretzel. Yeah. Oh, yeah. you go salt on? Oh, yeah. See, I hate salt on my pretzel. You're nuts. It just depends. Uh, it's just like, it fall, half of it fucking falls but off that, while you're But that means it. you're using cheese. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, if sure. you're going to do cheese, I can do it with no pretzel, with no salt. Nah. Yeah. Now it's got to be there I've from done the it beginning. Before. I'll have to do it again. And Ted, you're a big fan of actually mixing the candy in your popcorn. Hells right? yes. And what candy do you generally go with there? We usually, I usually go with the Junior Mints okay. in, the, in the popcorn. Ooh, but then, so butter and those? mint? Uh, yes, it is amazing. You that guys, sounds terrible. I know, I thought the same thing. I'm like, this is fucking I can ridiculous. see like Reese's Pieces. I was gonna, exactly. Well, I was going to say the next one is Reese's Pieces. Because I first did the Junior Mints. Oh my God, this is good. And then Reese's Pieces is my go-to candy, so I'm like, huh, and dump it in there, and then you just get that big buttery, and then the sweetness of the peanut butter. Yeah. That candy That's not a bad one. Now, have you gone full bore and done Junior Mints and Reese's Pieces? No, that's just crazy. Is that just, that's out of the box. (laughs) That's crossing the line. (laughs) There's a line in the sand, and and that's crossing crossing it. All right. Yeah. Um... All right, let's move on. Uh, Brian, what was the last movie you saw? Well, last night, I did pick up the last three quarters of Bridge of Spies. Oh, is that good? I fell asleep in the first quarter (laughs) a long time ago. (laughs) Um, Not bad. Um, That was the Spielberg, Tom Hanks, right? Yeah, yeah, not not terrible movie. It it was kind of that, uh, almost like a retelling like they did with uh, Apollo, but not... Apollo 13. Yeah, but not as good, obviously. But telling that story historically. And, he, and you know, Tom Hanks always does a good job, so it was it was pretty entertaining. He's America's dad. I feel like I did see something else though, recently, but I have not been in the movie theater in a while. So. Okay. Not much out there to go see. No. Are you kidding me? Uh, I still want to see Get Out. Nothing at all. I've been listening to my friend's uh, podcast, uh, Tested. You know, that of Savage Project. Did you just say your, your friend's friend. podcast? <laughs> your friend's podcast? In reference Adam Savage. You, you're, I'm, just, uh, I'm hoping we can get them to maybe listen to us, help us out. Because their, their podcast seems to be very similar to ours. Yeah. In a lot of ways. But they were talking about Get Out, and they have over the last couple episodes. Because I just started backtracking their podcast. Um, and I've watched their videos a lot on YouTube, but I just started listening to that. And, and uh, they just rant and rave about this movie over and over again. And how Hitchcock... Esque it is and Hitchcock Hitchcockian Hitchcockian That's where I was going to go But I got stuck <laughs> uh, But yeah I'd, I'd like to see that I think Yeah It's still in the theater It's still yeah. going strong Still top still 10 making money 
So, Big yeah. money, money, money. Brandon, what about you? Last movie you saw? Well, I just saw a little movie called The Fate of the Furious. How oh, yeah. horrible was it? It was fucking amazing. That Thank bad, God huh? they're going to cut another sequel off of that. They're cutting a, a sequel spin-off. and a spin-off. We're getting bullshit. the Fast and the Furious 9 and a Jason Statham, The Rock standalone film. Now, I don't want any spoilers because I do want to see that still. So, Is it, it going to be much. Fate and the Furious 9 and they're going to bring back Hitler? Probably, yeah. Because, you know, everything <laughs> else is so fucking ridiculous in those movies. They're going to go chase him down in Europe. Uh, it was awesome. Charlize did a great job. I normally don't trust people, trust white people with dreads, but her little dread twisty thing she had going on, she had it going on. Uh, so I'm making the grand assumption that she is, she is holding something over his head. He said no spoilers. No, earmuffs. <laughs> I'm assuming she's holding something over his she's head. She's holding something over his head, and it was something uh, I did not expect. Is it Paul Walker's illegitimate child? It was Paul Walker's head. What? And she was bringing him back as a cyborg. What's in the box? Exactly. All right, you can take your most off. Did you just say Paul cyborg? Paul Walker's a cyborg? Welcome to Fate Biggest Fate fucking... Nine. No way. <laughs> Biggest twist ever. No, it was really good. I enjoyed it. It gave me everything I wanted, and I'm definitely going to go see it again. So, Are you serious? Yeah, dude. You're yeah. going to actually pay money to go see it? Again. Oh, gladly. I'll go with you. Wow. Oh, we might God. go as a family. Everybody wants to go. I don't get that, but all right. I thought I raised you better. You raised <laughs> me to enjoy the movie experience, and that's exactly what that He's movie He's just got jaded me. in his old age. He <laughs> is. Yeah, is. Just like jaded. all painted. Ted has zero fun in the movie theater now. Uh, it's either a comic right. book or an Oscar nom. All right, why don't you just ask me what the last movie I saw was, and you can... All right, yeah, what was the last movie you saw? Yeah. Since you're so high and mighty, the well, taste is uh, so proper. Right. You'll, you'll appreciate this. Uh, the missus followed your lead, and we now have a family video membership. Oh, really? Yeah. Sweet. Uh, we watched Office Christmas Party. I saw that, too. Yeah, which was... Uh, have you guys not seen it yet? Uh-uh. No. That was uh, a, yeah. That's what I watched the other night. I, I didn't watch, watch that again. Yeah, I watched that it was on enjoyable. Like Saturday. It's, it was fun. It's stupid. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's better it's, the second time. It's a goofy little Christmas movie. <laughs> we watched the uncut... Yes, the, the extended, extended version. version. Yeah. yeah, there was uh, some pretty crazy shit. Which I don't remember anything different from what we saw in the theater. Yeah, I just don't understand why why Blu-rays ask you that at the beginning. Like, right. do you want to watch the? Why the fuck wouldn't I want to watch the extended cut? <laughs> what do you think's wrong with that? Right? This is America, damn it! Um, but technically, the very last <laughs> movie I saw was Keeping Up with the Joneses. Oh, that's the uh, Zach Galifianakis Gal Gadot, right? Right, and not you know great by any means. Yeah, but it, it was fun and stupid. Yeah, a uh, guy who did Superbad directed it, so you know he's got a good handle on comedy. And I'm not saying anything, but there's a scene of Gal Gadot in, in her laundry. laundry. Yeah, it was in the trailer. And so yeah, um. Not bad, not great. Yeah. You know, definitely worth watching at home on TV to be mindlessly entertained. So, and I mean, just to live in a world where somebody like Isla Fisher gets with a guy that looks like me is uh, <laughs> anything I'd like to watch. Yeah, he uh, he doesn't quite look the same anymore. Yeah, I mean, 
He's he either had a really bad haircut or a really really bad wig in this movie. As his hair did look like shit in the yeah, trailers. This is ridiculous. So, all right, let's move it on to uh, what we got coming out this week. We have the Circle, which is Tom Hanks and Emma Watson and Karen Gillan and Karen Gillan uh, versus Gillen. Slight, which we talked about a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. which seems to be kind of picking up some steam with. Getting out there and getting a little this popular. This is produced release. by the people from Get Out, right? Or uh, one of the producers and the WWE. The WWE. <laughs> oh yeah. So, which the Hardy Boys are back. Side side note. So I was uh, taken back when I was playing pool this week, and they had a. Now, I think someone script. did predict that uh, Fast and Furious was going to hit what 180, 90 million in this opening weekend. Uh, I said one hundred and eighty. Yeah. Has it hit that yet? It had. Uh, hang no. on, let me go back. It was at nine hundred million or something. We're at two weeks now, right? Nine hundred million worldwide. Worldwide, Mister Worldwide. Still hasn't beat Beauty and the Beast yet. Which is and at a billion. Top five of the year so far, with a billion hit out being number four. <laughs> but it's only like barely behind Get Out. Yeah, Get Out was made for $4 million. Hey, buddy, I know. I'm the one over here praising them. Logan's in second, huh? Alright. Um, so, anyway. Uh, the Circle, which kind of is based on a book. Yeah. Looks kind of be... Um, looks fun. I don't know. It's, this is one of those movies where Tom Hanks is the bad guy, and that never sits well. I think he's kind of like... Bad guy with a cause. I right? think he's, like, like he's a not Steve... like directly bad guy. I mean, he's essentially like a Steve Jobs. I think of this he's world. the evil Steve Jobs. Right. Okay. Steve Jobs is pretty evil. It's like if you cross Bill Gates and Steve Jobs. Yeah. Um, and then Slight is the magician turned drug dealer turned superhero hero that I... we talked about a few weeks. And then also How to Be a Latin Lover, which we reviewed that trailer oh, too. Yeah. Oh, we did. Yeah. That's only a thousand screens. So. I think of. I think. I think the circle's going to do better than Slight if we're putting them against each other. But I would rather see Slight, I think, than the circle. I agree. I think the I circle, think the circle is going to be kind of like I think the circle's going to be a big disappointment. It's going to be think relatively people, predictable. Yeah, I, I don't think people are really going to understand what they're going after. And right now, the only draw, I think, is the people that are in it. Isn't John uh, Boyega? Boyega. Boyega. I thought he was. Anyway, I, I think, yeah, I think the circle will beat Slight, but I don't think it'll... I think Furious 8 carries it again. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, which probably be like 20, 30 million. Circle will be less than that. So, anyway. We got uh, got a good handful of uh, new trailers this, this week. Yeah. Uh, the big one, I think, was the Kingsman. The, the actual Golden trailer. Circle. We actually got the actual... Trailer for it this week. Brian, what are you thinking on that? Well, it looked good. A lot of spoilers in it, like right off the bat. How do you mean? Well, you know, we find out that uh, his, Harry's uh, alive. Yeah. Harry? Well, I think you knew that going trailer, in. Yeah, we knew yeah. that from the, or the, uh, the initial poster that they released was like his sunglasses with the missing eye. eye. Oh, really? Yeah. Or okay. it, yeah, it was like shattered. Had, like, the it was just through. like totally out. I guess maybe I didn't catch and if that. The Walking Dead has taught us anything, you can get shot in the eye and live. Yeah. <laughs> so, so it's cool to see him that he's going to be in it, and I thought it looked good. I mean, I'm excited to see like the American version of the. Yeah, like, basically what like kind of seems like 
the Kingsmen come to America and meet the Statesmen. Yeah. So, so you got Halle Berry and Julianne Moore. I think Julianne, Julianne Moore's Moore. the bad guy. You think? Yeah, and then I think Halle Berry is the American version of Mark Strong. Right. Because they have the same type of glasses. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And <laughs> Channing, like Channing Tatum is the American version Tara, of Jean Tara Egerton. And then Jeff Bridges the is Michael King. <laughs> <laughs> so, and they're all wearing cowboy hats and <laughs> rifles <laughs> and <laughs> big belt buckles and cologne that explodes. <laughs> and whips. And... Yeah. They did have a whip. That looked really cool. Was that and then like the uh, the huge appendage one and this like so we had the lady with the, the guy? knife blades for her feet. This dude's got a fucking grappling hook arm. Is not, that? Oh yeah, yeah. What's yeah, his name? Threw it out uh, there. Is that? That's not cold. Kind of is it? Cyborg style. Or um. Oh shit! The guy that was on Prison Break and then Captain Cold. Is it Captain Cold? I can't yeah. remember. No, it's not him. Okay. No, this guy looked to be a little bit more limey. Okay. All right, and then from there we got the release of Detroit, which is... John Boyega. John Boyega, and Kathleen Bigelow's follow-up to Hurt Locker, right? Yeah. She hadn't done anything since. Right. And this takes on the Detroit riots in the late 60s, early 70s, I believe. I think so. That actually happened. Yeah. And Thanks for picking some really, you know, upbeat yeah. trailers, man. We didn't really uh, have shit this week. Ones. Hey, that Kingsman one was awesome. And mm-hmm. we have another one to talk about that was really good. Yeah. Looks interesting. I have, you know, I'm kind of ignorant to what happened. So, maybe, hopefully, it'll be true to the story that we know. So. Yeah. And actually, a little learning. Uh, John Boyega and then... I don't, I don't know the kid's name, but he was in We're, We Are the Millers and the Maze Runner. Yeah, that goofy yeah. kid. He was going to play It, to, or uh, Pennywise in the It movie, but was backed really. out. Really? He would have been yeah. kind of creepy good. He was uh, Son of Rambo. Have you ever seen that? Son of Rambo? Yeah. So good. Yeah? It's an English flick, and him and a friend I mean they're little kids and they try to do a remake of Rambo like out in the woods behind their house and it is just so funny and so good <laughs> best scene of We Are the Millers yeah his when he balls gets, when he gets spider bit <laughs> dude the look on his face is just like priceless uh, then we have uh, Sean Bean. He actually looks like he's going to make it through this one called Drone I don't know if he's going <laughs> to make it or not. This one kind of seems to be... Oh, yeah, he's got that curse where he dies and everything, yeah. right? Yeah. This one so- seems to be uh, pretty t- topical at the current time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, looks like a uh, Middle Eastern guy moves in next door, and come to find out, Sean Beam is the drone pilot that killed his family. Yeah. <laughs> so... Could be kind of interesting. Oh, that's an interesting take, because you think, like, all of these are essentially, like, faceless kills because they're right. not you know it's not coming from a guy in a rocket right? launcher or you know the end of a gun right it's them essentially in dc flying uh, a plane joystick yeah it's a video game yeah there's another ethan hawk movie that came Sword out a while games. ago that tackled a similar situation but more so like the emotional toll it can take on the actual flyer but this guy found out who the drone pilot was that Which, how in the I, hell does that yeah. happen? I mean... Computers. We'll find movie out. magic. Yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, he moves next door and is like... Obviously hey, didn't uh, cover up his IP address. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, we got a little film called The Little Hours. This looks so good. Dude, <laughs> looks like the movie of the summer. Yeah. 
<laughs> the Vatican is on its ear, I'm sure. Uh, they came out and said like it was an atrocity to the Catholic <laughs> yeah. Church. What, uh, why don't you give us a description, Brennan? Uh, so you got Aubrey Plaza and a handful of other uh, top-notch female actors. Allison Brie. Uh, Molly Shannon. Allison Brie, Molly Shannon. Kate Mercucci. Kate Mercucci, who I love. Fred uh, Armisen, John C. Riley, the one guy from the one kid from Neighbors, your favorite, Dave Franco, Franco who is married to your girlfriend, jerk. <laughs> uh, also, and then also you have uh, Nick Offerman. He's in it. Yes, oh, yeah. Yeah, he's that was. In it. A, and that so was it's the, essentially that's about these, the deal for me. Uh, it's, essentially it's, about these little nuns that are at a sanctuary and just kind of these vulgar, vulgar nuns. <laughs> And kind of how they're, they're dealing vulgar. with things. Oh my and... god, they're like. But uh, yeah, but Dave Franco is a boy that works at the sanctuary, and he's kind of uh, tempting the women, and the women are being tempted, and how they kind of deal with the the fact that they're supposed to be in total isolation. <laughs> yeah, it's based on a book that has been out for a very long time, and I don't think uh, it was approved then, and <laughs> definitely not approved now. Yeah. So. But yeah, a ton of uh, pretty funny people. Adam Polly. I didn't know he was in that, so there you go. Paul Reiser, he sucks. Yeah. Uh, and then our big trait we're going to get into the Hitman's Bodyguard Hitman. with uh, Ryan Reynolds and Sam Jackson. Which is a pair I've been dying to see get together. <laughs> right. And uh, don't forget Selma Hayek's in it as well. Was that her? Yeah. It was pretty quick, so. Uh, but yeah, essentially... Samuel Jackson is one of the world's like top most wanted hitmen, and he needs a bodyguard. And Ryan Reynolds is that bodyguard, so it'll be it should be an interesting take to see kind of how how that works, like who uh, a who watches the Watchmen kind of scenario. Yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. It looked hysterical. And obviously they use I mean, the uh, Whitney Houston in the trailer. And the MF word all the time. He even quotes Samuel it's Jackson okay. as you ruining. Can, you, you can say it on your brain. <laughs> oh yeah, it is tag explicit. Yeah, Samuel Jackson overuses the M motherfucker all the time. I mean, he wields that word like it's a... Oh, it's a sword. And yeah. And everything he does. I think he, he gets King paid Arthur. per motherfucker. I, it's gotta be. <laughs> so. This is gonna be a 27 motherfucker movie. This is a 57 motherfucker movie. Um, and that's coming out in August, so that'll be pretty interesting. I think so. It'll be a fun end of summer. Kind of everything will be winding down, so there probably won't be too much in the theater that we haven't seen. So it'll be a nice yeah Sunday afternoon flick. It's going to be an instant cult classic. It reminds me a lot of uh, Monty Python. Yeah, kind of had that you know. feel. It could be fun. All right, let's move on to the news. Uh, this week. Brendan, what do you got uh, in the world of DC? Well, we got some pretty big announcements. Uh, Young Justice Season 3 is now known as Young Justice colon Outsiders. Uh, and we found out that generally, generally the essential plot of this season is the Young Justice as the X-Men. There's Gotta like go a, back and watch the last season. And uh, yeah, get well, a and it, but they're not going like they're not basing it off of the end of season two. It seems like because the overarching theme for the season is metahuman registration. Really? Didn't and, we already do that with Shield and X Men? And I, that's why I was just kind of like I was a little bummed out when I read that. 
But, I mean, it is Young Justice, and I, they're in very capable hands, so I'm sure it's not going to be a dead set copy of X-Men, but it'll, and they'll make it fun, I'm sure. Uh, so we got that and the announcement of a live-action Titans movie. They didn't call it Teen Titans. Uh, and essentially they're going to have Dick Grayson... Uh, he's kind of tra- done being Robin and it's goes out on his own. transition between Robin and Nightwing and puts together the Titans. And so, and as far as we know from the description, the only ones that we know of are Robin, Raven, Raven, and Starfire. Yeah. I read today that Beast Boy is confirmed. Well, Jeff Johns hashtagged Beast Boy after I'm his tweet release. Cyborg, they're not going to let him touch it. I doubt, which is kind of a bummer. But uh, they said it is kind of based on TNT picked up a script a year or so ago and we're going to run with it, um, but then they decided to flop it and they were talking about introducing Hawk and Dove, which would be kind of cool. Uh, yeah, but the, oh, really? Yeah. But the uh, the as bigger announcement... Mm-hmm. Yeah, as Titans. I gotta give those guys a big meh. Uh, I mean, yeah. they're cool. Whatever. Yeah. Are they? I mean, I'm not, Are like, dying cool? to see them on screen by any stretch, but... They're like the Cloak and Dagger. Yeah. So. But the big announcement that followed those all was that those two are not going to the regular CW or Netflix. The new... As most people might DC have seen. streaming thing or something I read? Yeah? Yeah? Sorry. <laughs> I was just talking. I it's I read about that today or something on I didn't mean that. Sorry, uh, go so ahead. I mean, you can step on his yeah, dick when he yes. talks about Star Wars. Uh and so anyway, so yeah, DC is essentially launching their own streaming service for their television shows, which I'm actually kind of excited about because I feel like they've handled the small screen far better far better than Marvel has, and so I'm assuming we'll probably get, you know, our Justice League Unlimited on there. Uh, we'll probably get Young, Young Justice, Batman Brave and the Bold. Just the back catalog. It, it just, yeah, of all of their cartoons, TV shows. Super uh, Friends. You think they're going to move everything over to that? I don't think they're going to move everything over to it, but I think, I think that they'll be. have the capability, because right now, DC and Warner Brothers works together with the CW, and so on their streaming service called The Seed... <laughs> They're doing a cartoon for Constantine that's essentially going to be done like their mm-hmm. Vixen series mm-hmm. that they did, which are both going to be spinoffs of the Arrowverse, but held to this cartoon format. And so, like, Grant Gustin and Amel come back and do the voices, and, like, those oh, guys really? are in the cartoon. And so I think what will happen is that we'll see a big transition from the seed to this streaming service here, because they also have, like, all the animated features that they do on the seed and that's all for free right now so gotcha it'll be interesting to see how they handle it but i would that's definitely a streaming service i'd be willing to pay for i was gonna ask do you think it's gonna be a paid for service or free (laughs) it might be free to start off but i think if they can get the steam going that they want with this titan series i'm sure it's gonna be like any of the others if you have you know comcast then you get the app for free it might be something like that that's, that's more for that's that's ran because you're paying for that network rights already Right, but if you Since don't have that, then you have network, to pay for This it. is going to be a Hulu or a well, it's no different Netflix. than HBO Go. No, it's more like a Netflix. You know, where you're paying for content, you're not paying. You, you know, you're getting free access to all the stations because you're paying for it over here for cable. Right. Here, Just like the FXX app and the NBC yeah. app and the this CBS app. This is going to be app. more like a Netflix or a Hulu where you're paying for that content. 
Mm. That's content outside of what you're getting over your On the cable. Actual, yeah. Hmm. Okay. So I could see them charging, which I, you know, if it's not extravagant, I'd pay for it. Especially oh, if they backlog the catalog, but you know, you can go back to Super Friends and yeah, that'd be. Uh, I just want them to put the Batman animated series. Yeah, they're moving. That would be. On, yeah, I would pay. Put it on fucking dude, Netflix. Dude, I would pay fifteen bucks a month just for the Batman animated series to be on a streaming service. I was, I managing, I was managing my first bike shop over in St. Louis, and I was there by myself running the show. So I had a little black and white TV in the back room, <laughs> and I would watch that every afternoon. God, that was so good. <clears throat> Three o'clock. Uh, and then the other big thing this week was that Powerless on NBC was unfortunately canceled with three episodes left to go. So are they going to air the three episodes? I think they said they were airing the three, but they were done after that. They're not. Wait, gonna... see, they've replaced them on the schedule. Like they're like they're off the Thursday lineup already. Yeah, it's 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 so that means they're just the... going to sprinkle the last three somewhere. somewhere. In there. They're, re- they're rerunning. It's a uh, shame. They're rerunning Superstore in a spot this week. Yeah. Superstore we watch, which is okay, but I mean we got caught up on Powerless this past week, yeah, and got current, and I mean it's not bad, it's it's okay, yeah. I think what they're missing though is like people are expecting them to see the bigger hero. They needed names. one hero, you know, the Olympian, Plastic Man, or or something, one legit hero, not yeah. the Flying Plastic Fox. Man would have been awesome. Plastic Man would have been an awesome hero to throw in this little town. Well, of, and they're not keeping it within the same DC universe that everybody already knows. Not, not what's on the CW, and not what's in the theater. Because in one episode they find Batman's battering, and it yeah. looks nothing like a Batman right, battering. Right. It looks like a fucking mask, if anything. Really? Yeah, and. I don't know. It's it just seems to be the curse of Alan Tudyk. He can't yeah. keep a series alive. Well, I, yeah, and it's I think also like NBC just has their issues with shit like that. Like they like canceling Constantine after one season. I thought they were crazy for doing that. And then as well, like the time slots that they choose for these types of shows. Like this Powerless show should have been like a very first. I would say like first show Monday night. Yeah. Like all your kids are tired from school. You know after the weekend. We've eaten dinner, sit down in front and of the TV and watch You know what, six ep- was it six episodes we're in? No, like, Four. uh, gonna say ten. Oh, really, ten? Yeah, if there's three left, they did thirteen. Yeah, so. I just don't see how that builds, you know, gives it a chance to really build an audience. I mean, granted, it, it needed some work. I mean, it... It did, but I, I mean, needed, it's like, you, like Gotham season one yeah. was not the greatest. But yeah, but it... it they got that okay. season two where they retooled a little bit of things and... No, they needed to put a legit DC superhero in there. Even if it's, you know, B-level, C-level type, you know, I somebody plastic, to play yeah. with. Plastic Man would have been fantastic. Plastic Man would have been perfect for that. You yeah. know, and and been a lot of fun. And or get some Wildcat in there. Something. But yet again, DC fails where Marvel, I mean, Marvel scrapped their uh, damage control. Yeah. Which was supposed to be their comedic half-hour show. Yeah. They scrapped that from the beginning, so... I mean, it's almost like Marvel knew not to mess with that again. So, well, I mean, it's it's like it's like you said. If you're not going to put it into any sort of continuity with what people know, well, like the and then on that, like if you're not going to bring in somebody the characters know and love, but essentially, like you're telling Honestly, us that Batman's there without ever showing us Batman. They're willing to talk about Batman and the Waynes and all that, but not just bring in somebody that they could have. That and the original scripting of it was that they were an insurance company. That handled the claims that were brought about from superhero damage, right? Yeah, collateral yeah, yeah. damage, which I think would have been far funnier and better, you know, then comedy than what they did. The 
R and D development of Wayne Enterprises and yeah. Charm City. Yeah. yeah. Where they, you know, try to make things to help protect people from the calamities. I, I think they were just a little bit too far outside the known superhero world. Yeah. To draw that interest. So Yeah. Brian, uh moving on to Star Wars news. Yeah. We've got a lot of things. I I am promising this next week because just the last couple of days, there's been a lot of podcasts and recaps of the panels and everything from Celebration mm-hmm. uh, postings. So I'm going to go back and try to catch a lot of those this week to uh, pull some stuff out of that. But yeah, we got some good news, uh, or some good things out there at least. Um, Rosario Dawson's going after Ahsoka. Mm-hmm. She wants to do a live action of that, which I think would be fabulous. Yeah. Casting on her part and, and would be a really cool... Uh, you know, even if they did as a live series, I would. I mean, I would hope to see something maybe like the Han Solo movie, or a yeah, or, or a standalone movie. Like she's a well-known enough character now that she, I think, yeah. could handle um, a feature film. We found out Rebels is due out. The final season's due to hit September October time frame. Really looking forward to that. I'm all caught up with Rebels and and catching back up with Clones still. I can do that over the summer. Though. Yeah. Um, Nice little tidbit for the the actors in the solo movie. They're doing three weeks of filming in the Canary Islands. Ooh, nothing like setting it in a nice tropical environment. Yeah, yeah. And then you know one of the big announcements this week is that we get uh, the date released for uh, nine. Uh, they're shifting back to May. Oh, really? Yeah, May twenty fourth, uh, twenty nineteen. Uh, so they're getting back to the uh, early summer release. So we're gonna have to go a year and a half now. Yeah, time? we'll go a year and a half after this one. Um, that's why that? I don't know. I mean, traditionally they were always May, and they moved in this. My guess is they're probably going to shift into a story coming out at Christmas. You know, Star Wars story type of movie. Mm-hmm. You know, the Han Solo movie will come out at Christmas, and then, the ongoing series will happen in the summer. So then, do you think that we'll get an episode ten? Oh, probably. Fuck. Yeah, we're getting yeah. an episode 10. Yeah, it'll you're keep gonna get going. get so many episodes crammed down your throat. <laughs> Dude, by the time you're 40, you're going to be sick of Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's just going to be ingrained. And then uh, we also heard at the same time that uh, we have an Indiana Jones release date of July 2020. Oh, I think that kind of falls in this wheelhouse. Is that so? Have they announced? Are they going Harrison Ford? Are they Harrison rebooting? Ford's in it. Uh, Spielberg's in it. So they're both back. Um,. I got a big bold prediction here. Okay. I feel like uh, his newfound son that they found in uh, what was his dumbass name? In four, you know, uh, Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf is going to kill off Indy. You think he's going to kill him like Kylo style? Mutt? Oh yeah, why not? Hell no, Mutt. <laughs> Mutt. That if anything, he's going to fall off of his fucking bicycle or motorcycle. Yeah, that's my prediction. Alright. There's also some some, uh, speculation that Luke may be wearing Vader's kyber crystal, his red kyber crystal from his lightsaber. Really? In the next movie, so we gotta watch out for that. Huh. Uh, The Galactic Knights down at Disney, they've been serving lightsaber churros that look pretty cool. Nice. So they got a little lightsaber (laughs) handle. Good thing that made the news. (laughs) Little cyber, you know, little uh, lightsaber handle with a blue churro coming out of the top. Oh my gosh. It looks so good. Uh, I started looking at some of the uh, celebration trinkets uh, from the latest celebration on eBay last night, and the and that poster was just celebration. Yeah, and That's that little uh, the Lego set we looked at, the like fifty the, piece Lego set, the, the trash compactor, trash compa- the? the the trash ex- uh, the tra- trash shoot escape, cell block escape. 
It's going for over $200 on eBay. That's nuts. And holding strong. Awesome. And uh, there's a new 40-year celebration book I'm going to look into and try to get for us. It's the called From a Certain Point of View. So okay, like a nice looking, coffee table. Yeah, looking back at the first 40 years of Star Wars. That's coming out. That's awesome. That's all I got. That's all. All right, Terry, uh, how's the Marvel world looking? Uh, believe it or not, relatively quiet this week. A lot of news coming up with Guardians, which we'll kind of go over with our our pre-Guardians podcast, which we'll uh, put out the week it comes out. Uh, but Luke Cage Season 2, it is going to start filming in June. So we got that to look forward to. Gosh, I can't believe they haven't started that yet. It seems like it's been forever. <laughs> it's like it's just last summer that was on, right? Well, no, was over the fall. Yeah, was no, fall? March. Was last summer, spring. No. Yeah, I had a March release. I think. Yeah. yeah. I don't think that's. Yeah, right. I think we finished it in the fall. Shut up. <laughs> yeah, you guys took forever to watch it. I'm fairly certain that came out in September, or well, like you can look it up on your device laptop. that would tell you. Uh, but Jessica Jones is filming now. Season the two. Defenders is in the can, post production. Jessica Jones two is filming now. Luke Cage 2 starts filming in June. We're going to get a Daredevil 3, I believe. Yeah. So. Uh, Punisher's in the can as well, right? Yeah, Punisher's in the can as well. So, uh, But that's exciting because I, I liked Luke Cage a lot. That was um, a highlight for me on Netflix. So, uh, And then we got a bunch of dates released from pertaining to Marvel. Uh, they locked in three Marvel projects. Um, the New Mutants is going to open on April 13th, 12-18. And that's currently being filmed up in uh, Montreal. Now, is that a is that a movie they're not doing? A, that's a that's, movie. That they're not doing a TV series? No, that's a movie. Okay. Uh, Deadpool 2 will be June 1st, 2018. So it's getting its official summer tentpole release. <laughs> instead of, you know, the traditional February tentpole. March. Uh, he March came, was the beginning. He came out in February. He came out on Valentine's Day, if you remember. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then what everybody talked about, they finally confirmed the next X-Men movie is going to be Dark Phoenix. And that's going to be November 2nd, 2018. So. I guess. Um, and they're going to do it with the current cast that we have. So you get to watch Sansa Stark go crazy. You're not a fan? Not, you like, seem very reluctant on, on this I was news. talking to a friend about that this week, and it's just like, look, I think the X-Men's biggest problems is that the is only... Brian Singer? Well, no, it's not <laughs> Brian Singer's fault. So, it's just that none of their movies, like, t- none of their trilogies, like, tell a story. Like, they're all one-off movies, and the only thing that continue it are the, the, the actors. actors. The actors. There's no overall arc. And people like Apocalypse, people like the Phoenix, deserve a fucking trilogy. Especially if you're going to dip into the Dark Phoenix. Like, that is absolutely its own trilogy. And the fact that they're not capitalizing on that. Like, if you want to make more X-Men movies, great. Drag out a great storyline like the Phoenix Saga... In three movies. It's an absolute, like, abhorrent... Can you, can you keep an audience, though, for three movies for Dark Why's it got to be three? Phoenix? Absolutely. Why can't it be a two-parter? I, even a two-parter. You cannot effectively tell that story in two, two and a half hours. No. How many issues was it? I mean, Apocalypse is a, just a... The, he's a beast of all of his own. Like, you could collect the Four Horsemen in the first movie. 
You could, you know, tackle something where Apocalypse essentially wins in the second one. And then wrap it up with, like, a, this is how we beat Apocalypse. Or, you know, and it's just, like, these like these things. And that's what's been the beautiful thing of the X-Men is that they have these huge story arcs. They could be doing these two, these five-hour things where they really just film it all at once. Summer, winter release, you know. Boom, boom. Yeah, you could do even. I mean, I mean, I think they'd be killing it if they did some some story arcs like that instead of us waiting two years, three years between the sequel. And I, part of it, I think, is they don't. They're just not planning that far out with X Men. They don't know where. They, it, yeah. to take it. It seems like they're, they're directionless on it. It does, and it just seems like oh well, we'll do well, another period, another time period piece, and try to throw a story in there that everybody knows. And it's like, well, I kind of kind of doesn't ho- work. Going to call horseshit on that because in Apocalypse we get teased the Phoenix. You do, and it's like oh well, whatever. Well, like we get that teased the Phoenix well, in every you, movie. You still get well, it's no different. Well, I guess the second one. No, the second we got villain. teased the Phoenix in X Men Unite or in yeah. X Men the uh, what? Yeah, X Men United. Right. One. Well, it wasn't really a tease. It was. Well, we saw pretty much full blown. But no, we saw her. We saw. It. But in Apocalypse, it was more of a tease. We saw Sansa in the first one having the nightmares and waking up from you know. And, yeah. You know, we got we knew we know we know right off the bat that she's dealing that that's ha- that that something's going on. Yeah. The Phoenix is happening. And it, she def it, if they are going to do the Phoenix again, then it definitely needs to be her story, and not some bullshit cure story where you happen to throw the Phoenix in. Thanks, Brett Ratner, for ruining everything. And I just... Uh, obviously, they've got my money. They're always going to have my money. I'm going to go see it. I'm not going to be excited right now until I see more. All right. Like, you... James Gunn coming out and confirming, you know, GOGT3. Excited as fuck about it. Can't wait. Sure. Haven't even seen the second one yet. Right. I'm not going to be excited until I see something from X-Men that... Makes me want to get it. So do you think they, they're so far down the hole they can't recover? I just think if you were going to do it, I think you need to toss out this whole bullshit. You know, oh, we did one in the 60s. No one's in the 70s. No one's in the 80s. Unnecessary. So what was the first one in the 60s? The first one in the, the 60s was first the first class. class. Now, yeah. that I thought was a nice... I liked it. It was cool. And you know what I would have loved to have seen? Is like that team grow. Yeah. And I feel like effective... I don't, I don't feel like they were very effective in that with Days of Futures Past. Because then it was like more so about all the actors that we knew right. coming in. And it's like and I, mean, I, I was, and I was still on board with that. But then they had a tremendous opportunity with Apocalypse and fucked it. Yeah. I just don't think they've done as good a job as they should. So let me ask you this. You have the three originals, the singer trilogy. Uh the singer double feature when, whatever he, he was still a producer and co-writer on that and then you have the three um mark miller yeah matt matthew vaughn matt vaughn my bad where do you lean pick one is which has the better trilogy yeah right now Ugh. i mean my favorite one is x-men 2 but I think Matthew Vaughn is doing a little bit better of a job. They both blew it on the third one. Uh, yeah. Basically, I mean, they both just killed themselves, shot uh, themselves in the foot. I I, I I really think the Days of Future Past one really, really was a, a total misstep. Bonus versus. Singers 
X Men trilogy versus Matthew Vaughn's X Men trilogy. Pick right now. I'm gonna give it to Vaughn simply Vaughn. because Beast is in all three. <laughs> we got a glimpse of Bishop, which wasn't horrible. He looked really good. We just didn't get enough of him. Yeah, and that's another fucking thing Wait, that I'm tired it? of. Is I'm tired of the underutilization of those secondary characters. Bishop was in Bonds. Yeah, oh, Days of Future's he was in Past. Days of Future's Past. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, no shit. And you know what? I'm also tired. He's one of, of my favorite of that. You know that, that nah. future generation of. Here's what I'm tired of. I am tired of seeing Jubilee in every trailer <laughs> for every one of these goddamn movies and never making an actual appearance or substantial claim to screen time. <laughs> gotcha. I feel bad for, for those young Asian American actors. Very bitter. These are my babies, and I just feel like they're being mistreated. So, do you think out of all the Marvel properties, out of everything that has been done with the Marvel... Well, we're going to get into this. Out of everything that's been done with the Marvel properties, do you feel the X-Men franchise has been mistreated the most? No, Spider-Man has been, for sure. Yeah. Spider-Man. Yeah, absolutely. He's the most But it's a close... Can, but it is a very close Can second. Homecoming save that? Absolutely. Yeah, and it definitely the, will. Yeah, can can Dark Phoenix save X-Men? No. Not with that studio. Okay, so explain to me, how is it that Homecoming, one movie, can save the Spider-Man franchise, but Dark Phoenix, one movie, can't save the X-Men I think franchise. Spider-Man was I saved think... in Civil War. What are you talking about? Uh, yeah, <laughs> I spy, yeah. Essentially, I mean, you got a really great young actor. And I'm going to call horseshit on you because you liked Garfield. I did. I enjoy, like. I enjoyed those movies personally. Do I think they did Spider-Man justice? That was a better... It was better than Tobey Maguire. Yes. I'm pretty sure you were lined up for the first two. I was, absolutely. I was excited to see him because I really liked Garfield's Spider-Man. I didn't like his Peter Parker. And Emma Stone as Gwen Stacy? Get real, son. I'll line up all day. Okay, so, but you're saying Spider-Man has been the biggest mistreated. It's been the most mistreated... No. Uh, uh, Fantastic, Fantastic Four. Four. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that we both said that at the same time. <laughs> that has I been think, the most I think, treated I think property. We, we are on the tip of a iceberg for another episode. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This We'll dive way deep into this. I think we need to write that. Put that in your little book. We've got uh, we've got a future topic, I think. Yeah. I, uh, I'm getting hot now. <laughs> All right. Uh, and then the last... Uh, Marvel news I got, which I think you're going to debunk for me, is that um, they were talking with uh, Zoe Saldana at a Guardians premiere, and she was talking about her shooting schedule, and said that they filmed part for Infinity War, and then they're going to go back and finish Gauntlet. So everybody jumped on the bus saying, the next one, which they won't release the title of Avengers 4 because uh, Feige came out and said it's a spoiler. Feige. Fight, you came out and said it was a spoiler. Everybody's thinking now it's going to be Infinity Gauntlet, which is a logical conclusion. But I also then don't you think said somebody came out today and said, no, that's not true. James Gunn came out and said straight up that that is not what the fourth movie's called. Mm. And uh, so, I mean, Gauntlet may have an association with the title. Like, it could be, like, Destruction of the Gauntlet or something. But I don't think Infinity Gauntlet is going to be where they go with the title. Where was that Nebula gauntlet storyline that'd be cool that that well that was the infinity gauntlet is where she takes the gauntlet from thanos, thanos yeah which you know he's gonna come out now and say, no matter what and say nope that's not it whether it is or not so. i mean they've never mistreated us before and i don't think james would come out on his own accord 
yeah. to say something like that if it wasn't absolutely true. It's not like he's got any stake. At in... this point, he'd change the title just to be right. Uh, yeah, he could do that too. Yeah, I mean, just to be like... It's an Infinity shiny glove thing. You're right. <laughs> so, who knows. But they, yeah, they said it's not It's not called Infinity Gauntlet. Which right. also, even if it was, that's not a spoiler. No, it's not. I mean, because at first it was... Well, it just gives you an idea what the storyline is going to fall right. But it doesn't matter because we well, know it's it the gauntlet. We well, saw Thanos we go and put the fucking the, uh, the wrong one on his hand. He's got to do it himself. Well, right. it matters because he was actually looking. At I think the gun because they've kept that so quiet. I mean, we still don't know what the, this movie's going to be next week. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. No. But Gun has no stake in the Infinity Wars series or saga or however you want to. Oh, well, he's got his—he's got his stake with the Guardians. So I mean, he's got their cast, but he's not directing or writing or anything. Nah, he's executive producer. Is he? Yeah. Okay. So I'm sure he follows his boys around. Yeah. All right, let's get into our main topic, uh, Brennan. Certainly, on us. Yeah, we're going to talk about the movie-going experience and how essentially how it's evolved from the '70s with Brian, you know. <laughs> His, I was there too. Yeah, briefly, briefly. Briefly. It's like saying I was there in the eighties watching movies. I mean, sure, I was there, but but yeah, just essentially taking it from like how movies used to cost two dollars, and now it's seventeen and some change to go see a flick. And I remember for like almost four years, I didn't go to a movie. Why? Really? Until we got back. Yeah, when you were older, because we lived in Brazil, so there was no movie oh. going. There was no uh, yeah. movie theaters in Brazil. For those Not of us, for those of you out there who don't know, when I was a very small, tiny baby, and Brian was what six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, eight, nine, eight, nine, nine ten, ten, yeah. Uh, we or lived in seven, Brazil, eight, like Brazil, the country, not Brazil, Brazil South Indiana. America. <laughs> uh, so. Yeah, so a lot of my movie so that, going that experiences just started so with Ted. No, I'm just saying that a lot of the same things that I started, that I remember, started at the same time you remember. Well, do you remember the very first movie you went to the theater to see? What's the first one you remember? Might have been like, uh, oh, the Brer Rabbit movie. Briar Rabbit? Uh, Song of the South, maybe. I don't know when that came out, but the Bed Dobbs and Bruce. Yeah, Disney ben, movie. Ben Dobbs and Broomsticks. I don't know. Some of those, you know, the Disney stuff you see when you're a little kid. I remember mm-hmm. that pretty clearly. The but I remember there. the stuff I really remember was the stuff we saw after we got back. Right. What about you? Or we saw remember? Remember? I did, like, the very, like, the first memory I have of, like, a theater-esque experience is going to see Jurassic Park at the drive-in with my dad. Really? Yeah. Like that that's was 93, 92? 92. I mean, he was doing a lot of hardcore drugs back then, so right, my memories yeah. are real wash, but... Most but no, the, that's like the first like actual like big screen experience I rem- I like I vividly remember. Yeah, most of the stuff, the early stuff would have been drive-in related and what revolves around that. And... Yeah. I remember, and I don't know which came first, I remember going to see Empire and everything around that. And then I remember going to see Clan of the Cape Bear. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> and then I also remember uh, Alien. Going Ugh. to see that. That would have been so... I mean, that was 79, right? You, were, you, you didn't go see Alien. You might have gone seen Aliens. Aliens, maybe. Yeah. Because I wasn't allowed to go see Alien. Mom and all of their friends came back after seeing it and said, no, it is too scary for you. 
It might have been Aliens then. So I don't... She wouldn't let you watch that, but she took you guys to see Excalibur in the movie theaters? Yeah, yeah that's true. But, I mean, back then, the theaters were completely different. They were long and narrow. All the seats were on the same level. Yeah. And they were cheap metal seats. With... Yeah, they were a little bit slow. They were little. I mean, if you were in a good theater, there was a slope to yeah. it. But, No. I mean, I remember the General Cinema over by Lafayette Square Mall. Yeah, there might have been That was four. the junkie theater. Yeah. There, there was the one in the mall, and there was one out in the parking lot. There was like, yeah, you either went to the mall or in the parking, parking lot. lot. And then there was Lowe's, which was the nice theater. That came theater. later. It was a nice one. <laughs> I went to all of those movie theaters, too. That's yeah. crazy. And... Now the place is a shit show. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Well, it's a dumpster like fire. A drug house or something. But uh, then nowadays, we've got 18-story... IMAX screens and digital projectors that shoot leather recliners and leather powered leather recliners and reserved seating and 4D experiences and $14 buckets of popcorn. Yeah, it's become a travesty. And so, yeah, so like, I mean, there was never a time you weren't paying 10x for whatever concessions you were buying at the movie theater. That's been ongoing since day one. Has it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was always always been a huge market. Yeah. Okay. Except for the drive-in. Sure. Yeah. You always get your first shake at the drive-in. And see, and so do you guys... Now, movie quality aside, because that's like the big hard thing for me is that I like I love going to the drive-in way more than I like going to the movie theater. The really? drive-in experience Absolutely. is fun, it's but so the quality amazing. is so... The quality's down, obviously, yeah. so it's like it's hard to go watch movies released like today. Like, I went and saw Aliens at the drive-in. Yeah. Like... Girlfriend, and we couldn't see anything. Oh, with the windows too foggy there? No, it was just, the movie was really dark, so anyway, <laughs> might have found something else to do. Uh, but, like, I think movies like Get Out would be awesome at the drive-in. Yeah, there's certain movies that, like, I'll go, and this is where I turn into a snob. There's certain movies that I'll go see at the drive-in, because I'm just going to go to get entertained. Yeah. You know? But there's certain movies that, no, I want to see... It on the IMAX screen. I want to experience in the surround 7.1 surround sound. I want to see what the uh, filmmaker was wanting, what was intending Intended. me to see. Not a bunch of five year olds screaming around, running around my car yeah. and listening and, through it through my car stereo. Yeah. But, like, you know, like animation's good at the drive in because it's bright, it's clear, sure, it's crisp. Yeah, but yeah. you want to see something like Transformers is impossible. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, the high motion, digital yep. effects stuff. I don't know how in the hell you saw aliens. We didn't. So I mean, it was just so dark. <laughs> I mean, it was just it was just impossible to see. But I think, like, yeah, like, awesome, like, comedies. Like, the new Ghostbusters movie was cool to see. Yeah, that would have been a good one in the drive in. But didn't you sleep through it? Uh, I did. Yeah. <laughs> Stayed through to the second episode or second showing. Um, what What's the cutoff for you? I mean, what 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 are you? I mean, for me, it's like my comic book movies. I can't go see at the drive-in theater at least right. a first screening. I'll be more than happy to go watch it in IMAX and then go see it at the drive-in. But I can't. I can't do myself service and going to see a first run at the movie theater. Like we saw Avengers at the drive-in after I went and saw it with you. And it's like, that was awesome. Because it was cool to see, like, the bright, big explosions and, like, my dudes all on the big screen and me enjoying it from my car. But if I would have saw it 
at the drive-in first, I don't think I would have enjoyed it as much. Right. Because I got to pick up on all the little nuances in the theater. I got to yeah. see all the little Easter eggs. Yeah. I got to pay, like, full attention to the big screen. Whereas, like, it's, yeah, it's like a thing to do with your friends, your family. It's a it's a function. It's a it's it's a good way to go have fun, be outside. Yeah. You know, watch a movie. Get eat eaten good, up by mosquitoes. Yeah, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a thing. Your mom likes your outfit. Uh, thanks, mom. Thank thanks, mom. <laughs> uh, I think the technology has gotten to the point now where it is just getting better and better. Oh, absolutely. Uh, as far as the viewing experience. The viewing experience and the audio experience. Yes. So, I mean, to me, that is... Sounds a big thing for fast. me. Yeah. Yes, it is. Because I'll walk into the theater and I can tell when the front speakers are the only ones working. Yeah. And you're not getting that surround sound. I'm just like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> Come on! Now, that drives me crazy. Mm-hmm. But AMC, which was Carousel's for a while when it got built... Yeah. Doing a decent job. AMC takes it over. They had the IMAX screen, which is the IMAX format. It's not the true IMAX screen. Right. Been enjoying that, having fun, blah, blah, blah. A couple of new theaters get built around town. They had the reclining chairs. AMC yeah. comes back, and now they have redone all their theaters. Except for the IMAX. Except for the IMAX. But the IMAX does have... And hang on a second, I'll get to that. So then they have the reclining chairs. State Museum. Which is the true IMAX screen yeah. and representation that we have. Shitty chairs. Shitty chairs. <laughs> but they do have assigned seating. And they were yeah. the only ones who did that for a long time, which right. was completely baller. And they started doing first-run movies, which they had not done before. Right. Which is also completely baller. Because it's what? on the true IMAX screen. We right. saw uh, New Hope up there. Yeah. It was the first first run I think we saw up there. And then... You mean The Force Awakens? Yeah, I'm sorry. That's yeah. what I meant. Force Awakens. I was like, did y'all do that? <laughs> uh, no, they used to do the outdoor theater at the art museum. Mm-hmm. They do, yeah, they do that in the summertime. Anyway, I thought that was awesome. I thought it was great. Now, the other thing is, though, is if the filmmaker does it with an IMAX camera and you're getting that true transfer. Mm-hmm. Because right. if you do an IMAX camera and then you go see it at AMC IMAX, yes, that's an IMAX format. But it is not the true IMAX screen. Right. So, so I saw both the latest Star Wars movies first down there at the, the true IMAX. Rogue One in, and... Yeah, where it was intended Force to be. Force Awakens. Which was a great experience. But then I saw it again on either the smaller IMAX or, or digital at the AMC and was actually able to capture in more. Right. Because you weren't so immersed in it. So the kind of the cool thing about the IMAX is that you do get fully immersed in the environment. So you're not seeing everything in your field of vision. There's yeah. stuff out here, and you know. So, so that's kind of a cool experience. But then you miss some of the things that you might want to see too. So, it's almost like I'll see it there, but then I'll want to see it again on a slightly smaller. It's screen. a double-edged sword. Yeah, yeah. like because I felt when we saw I Rogue One, yeah. I felt like I missed a lot in the corners, like right. names of planets or. You know, little things here and there. And, and sometimes so. I think the sound is is better at the AMC IMAX than the downtown sound. Mm, yeah, Just occasionally. So, are you a fan of what they have done? I know you at first with the assigned seating. I think that's your biggest complaint, Brendan. I hate it. You hate it. at first. Well, it was cool. It was it was neat if you're going to do it for like a big movie like Star Wars. Like we're all buying our tickets for it. I know that it's going to be shitty and hard to find seating for all, like, 12 of us that went. So that's cool, and I dig it, if used appropriately. 
but fucking slack-jawed yokels down on the south side do not know how to show up to a goddamn movie on time and can't and decided to sit wherever the hell they wanted even though it was assigned seating well that's that's the thing is if it is assigned seating they need to be more aware of it and they need to let you know sit in your seat yeah i i i really like it now it has worked backwards on me before where a couple movies that we didn't think would sell out because with these bigger leather recliners and less space, you know, they don't have as many seats yeah. in the theater. So they did right. reduce seat count. Um, so you've got to get your ticket a little bit earlier. you got to plan. I mean, I use the app. I usually plan ahead. But, you know, there was some movie. I can't remember what it was now we wanted to go see. I thought it had no It was no Logan. Ch- no, there was something else that I thought had no chance of selling out. Uh, something that was animated. It was one of your... Oh, I thought it was one of your passenger movies or whatever. No, it, it was, was Boss Baby. Boss Baby. That was it. Sold out like hours before. Yeah, couldn't get a seat unless you want to sit in the very front row. Which nobody. So does. I do like that, and I don't. And seriously, why, are, why put them in there? Why right. put the front row in there? There should <laughs> just be like a solid twenty feet different. Yeah. Like, but I like you know. So I do like knowing where I'm going to sit ahead of time. I like knowing my seat's going to be there no matter how late we are because that happens. Yeah, because you know who I'm married to. And but it's like that's <laughs> shots fired. Think she's not listening, and. But, you know, it's nice to be able to pull in there, know we got our seats, we don't have to go trying to, we don't get stuck in the corners in the front row or anything, and we get to enjoy the movie. I also understand you don't like the people coming in and walking over and stuff, but yeah, that's going to happen. Yeah, it's like, just because you have It's going to happen no matter what, Either though. way. I, if but, there's a seat, they're going to go for it. Exactly. But, generally, people are a little bit more skittish, and will sit on the outsides of the rows. If now it, that if they have their... Release. Now that they have those goddamn assigned seating... Everybody's gunning for those middle row spots, yeah, middle of the theater. But now those show up rows. five minutes late. It's all dark. Now everybody's trying to find their seats. Like unless you knew exactly where that seat was, which nobody does because nobody looks at the aisle names and numbers when they go to these. Yeah, they didn't do a great job of you know when they embed it in the carpet. Yeah, it was yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. like it's that kind of now thing. Now are so numbers are lit like up on the chairs, which are searching. Easy. But and, you do have that all that more that, so much more foot room now. Even with the recliner all the way back. You can you still do, walk yeah. through no. there. And those goddamn leather recliner chairs are the devel. Why? Because you fall asleep. Right? How, many, how, many, how, many, how many theaters have you fallen asleep in now with the leather recliners? I know of at least two. I've been I, I, Yeah, I napped for a hot second during Lego Batman. More than once. It was, <laughs> like, I was I in was like, and out. I was in away? and out. For sure. And it's just, yeah, no. I, you know what I want? I want to pay my $17 for a hard, rigid, L-shaped seat. Oh, fuck So no. that I just keep my... I can't fall asleep in that. Cannot fall asleep I in want that. A These things more... are asking you to bring a goddamn blanket are... and take a nap. <laughs> you you are essentially okay. paying to take a nap. So wait, let me segue. Here recliner. at Asgard. Fuck you. What are we... Huh? The recliner. Here, here at Asgard, our, at Asgard like Studios, we have had a few film festivals if we want. Mm-hmm. We had the mega movie... The Mega Marvel Movie Marathon, where we just went crazy and everybody relaxing. We have the big projector, halfway decent stereo. Do you enjoy that more than going to the theater? Not saying this particular one, but do you enjoy having your comfies and being at home more than going to the theater? No, I mean, no. Because it's like, I feel like when I go to the theater, I've got, like, my jeans on. I've got maybe a light jacket on. Like, I feel like I'm going out and being a part of society. 
And so I'm trying not, like, I'm trying to enjoy it. And, uh, <laughs> Duffy Care. I always wait until the movie's been out for at least a month before I go to avoid G Dern Yokelism. <laughs> yeah, Ted's reading comments. We are live on Facebook, by the way, right now. So we are getting <laughs> comments awesome. from people. And I, yeah, I don't. I don't enjoy the home experience better because then I'm like pulling out phones or or having side conversations. <laughs> and it all society's depends. overrated. <laughs> <laughs> and it does depend on like who I'm with at home. Right. Because it's like there are some people who want to talk during a movie uh-uh. and I'm like, shut, shut it the fuck down. down. <laughs> shut it down right now. But like if when I watch like a movie with like you, like it's awesome because we one, generally know everything that's going on at the screen. Right. Two, we can have our little side conversations and it makes sense. Sure. And three, we're not asking like ridiculous questions. And four, Matt Graffita, we have the closed captioning on, so it, it all makes more sense. Yeah, we've talked about that on the podcast before. Lord of the Rings, absolutely different movie with oh the God, that changed my life. Closed <laughs> captioning on is absolutely when, when, different. When he said, oh yeah, you gotta watch it with closed captioning on, I'm like, brilliant. Yeah. I'm I'm gonna, I know all these that. names. Well, like, I mean, it answered everything for Star Wars. It did, absolutely. <laughs> I we got know, Yoda's I didn't voice, we got Obi Wan's voice. I didn't know a single character's name in Game of Thrones until I used Close Captain. Captain. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's what it is. So, you'd rather go to the theater than stay at home? I would, yeah. For a first viewing, yeah. Okay. Does it depend on what the movie is? Oh, yeah. No. There's plenty of movies no? I can easily watch at home and not worry about. Oh, well, I mean, yeah, like, yeah. I'm not. I'm not going to pay to go see every movie in the theater, but like the movies that I want to go see, I'm going to go see in the theater. Yeah. I would rather watch them in the theater for the first time instead of watching them at Would home you rather time. watch the DC animated flicks at On the theater than here? I don't think no. that would have saved the killing joke. <laughs> no, they, they tried. They it, tried to do that. Yeah. No, I think those are like reserved for home experiences. I don't think that those are made for theater going. But they have been doing the last couple. They've been doing that like one night a release. release yeah. What about you? Would you rather stay home and watch a theater or a movie or go to the theater? I'd like going to the theater, especially with the reserved reclining chairs. <laughs> In the reserved seating? Yeah, but... Uh, is it, but, is it for you, is it, it's more about the the movie-going experience, because you and Terry and Grayson will all... You get, that's like almost like your weekend ritual. Yeah, yeah, it's like our Friday night thing, yeah. the family thing, is we go to we try to go to a movie. We haven't been in a month, but you know, we just kind of have a chance. Because shit yeah. out. But, uh, you know, I do have the, the kind of home theater thing downstairs that I could easily go down there and, and have a pretty nice movie experience, except my son has taken over it. I can't even turn the damn TV on anymore. It's all Xbox related, so we don't get to go down there very much. So, I No, I like the DC movies. I enjoy watching it, Asgard. I like having them up on yeah, the Yeah, once we've seen theater. them, a few, you know, that kind of stuff, and being able to rewatch and... So, are you gonna wait? Are you gonna go see a Christopher Nolan movie who is religious with his IMAX and his sound? Are you gonna pay the extra bucks to go in IMAX? Like we got Dunkirk coming up. I don't give a oh. shit about that movie, but Inception for sure was needed think, to be watched in IMAX. I think Dunkirk to be watched would be very good in IMAX. I mean, that trailer alone in IMAX was disturbing. Nah, not a fan. Uh, I don't. Okay. I won't. I won't be going to see that one. Off topic. The topic. I mean. Because of the choices he makes to direct, right. Right, using the IMAX camera, capturing it on that sound, does that dictate where you will go see it? It does for a lot of movies. Uh, like I said, like Inception, I wouldn't have wanted to watch that, or the dar- or, uh, yeah, the Dark Knight. Yeah, both of those movies needed to be watched in IMAX. 
for Even a first dark, for a first viewing. Dark Knight only certain scenes. It was only certain poor. I mean, points, and you got and you got that full screen. It was awesome. Yeah, it's okay, beautiful. So, so Ginger likes the leather pleather chairs because there's a less fear of getting lice. Thanks, Ginger. <laughs> Now I'm going to itch to every goddamn movie <laughs> yeah. I go to. Uh, but, like, those two movies absolutely needed to be seen in IMAX for the first viewing. Uh, now, what about all the Marvel movies? They haven't really necessarily ad- adapted, they don't, like, adapted when we, the IMAX. When we go see them in IMAX, I'm like, okay, this is cool. It's not necessary. Yeah. Uh, but it is better sound quality. It is a better screen. So I do enjoy it, but... If you guys were like, let's go see, you know, Avenger, you know, Iron Man 4 on a regular screen, I wouldn't be mad about that. Um, last question before we move on for you guys. 3D, does it make a world of a difference to you? Fuck it seems that to movie. be less and less. Yeah. You know, it's, it's definitely, you know, they're not making 3D movies in the sense that they're playing to the 3D that, you know, is fun in some movies. Yeah. I, you know, back when it was a novelty, now it's, it's more about just general depth and immersion more than anything and even then I don't know that it's a big huge difference to me and we saw Strange in 3D right oh yeah, yeah. that Which, movie that movie was dope in 3D I will give yeah. it that yeah. but most of them are like not formatted for 3D right there's no reason on. to go see Dark World in 3D no yeah, Ant-Man and... Ant-Man was really cool in 3D yeah. yeah they played but they played with that mechanic as opposed to just being like ooh this is in 3D when they go at it and, and design it to be 3D it, it's impactful when they just broadcast in 3D it, it does nothing yeah and, and I have my glasses you have yeah, your glasses it's a pain in the ass I refuse to like, I can't wear contacts and it's just then even more so a pain in the ass that I have to wear those big glasses that they kept making smaller and smaller over right. my glasses which are bigger and so it just becomes a nuisance at that point I think 3D is... And it's extra money for some bullshit. Yeah, well, yeah. I Unless it's shot in 3D, there's no reason to see it. And most of them are not shot in 3D because of the cost. All right. But then and they want to so, upcharge well, you Well, but then what they, well, they pan and scan it, and they do the 3D rendering, and that's all just bullshit. That's mm-hmm. a good way that they get their extra $4 out of you, and it's not necessary. So, I would rather spend the extra money to go see it on the larger screen with a better sound system. Yeah. So, Ginger hates 3D. Good. Good on you, Mom. Get it. Because she gets all vertigo-y. <laughs> what? Okay, I lied. Last question. What do you want to see them improve on, Brian? What can they improve on at the movie, th- the going, movie I, theater going experience? I need about five degrees more recline. <laughs> and I need a little more support for my feet. Those things just don't go off far enough for me, so I'm kind of like hanging off the end. But you, not, are, you are a taller individual. But not quite long enough where I can put my foot on the <laughs> ledge that's past the thing. You know, the, the divider between the right. rows. So I can't quite get my feet up there. So, I'm, it's a, so if I could go back a little bit more, then I'd lift my feet up. So yeah, five more degrees I think I'd be happy. You need the California king size recliner. Yeah, I need a tall section. Um, other than that, you know, my biggest complaints, and we've talked about them on here lately, have been the whole concession snafu area. Yeah. I just want them to legally come out and tell me why it's that expensive for popcorn. Like, <laughs> as much as no, as much no, no, as everybody you know knows, as much as everybody, yeah. as much as everybody wants Donald Trump's tax returns, <laughs> I want to know why my popcorn is six dollars for a small. Get a girlfriend with a big purse <laughs> yeah. and bring yeah. in her own. That's yeah, you two got the market on that shit because you guys we, are sneaking and stuff all that's the time. What we do. But 
and here's another another side question. Do you guys sneak shit into the drive-in? Oh, the drive-in? Oh, yeah, it's intense. Yeah, sneak, that's not people in. <laughs> okay, well, so my buddy Matthew, who's been uh, commenting on here, he really got me onto the fact that a lot of the reason why the drive-in theaters have been closing is because their main source of income is the concession stand. Right, and if you go down to the one in Franklin, they play this big, sad Sarah McLaughlin too. Oh, yeah, like... We're not making any money because yeah. everybody's bringing in their own food. Yeah, but that to me that was always part <laughs> of the drive We brought in pizza. We brought in big bags of greasy popcorn. Yeah. To this day, Dave Goaty recipe popcorn going in the paper grocery sack. Yeah, yeah. lots of butter go- <laughs> so you could see through <laughs> the brown paper sack. <laughs> I will go to the grocery store just to get a brown paper bag if I know yeah. we're going to the drive-in. Have make and big it, batches, shake it up. You know what? See, he's commenting now. Yeah, like once we, him and I had that serious, it does, but him and I had that serious conversation and it really turned me to the fact that we essentially killed the drive-in theater. It wasn't like they went out. (laughs) No, what killed the drive-in theater were the higher quality viewing experiences, not the concessions. The concessions concessions, could have saved them. No, that's where their money comes from. But the drive-in theater never made it a thing to not bring in your own stuff. That's they only, asked you to bring to not bring your own things. Now they do. Yeah, now now they, they do. do. Back then they didn't. That was it's not like global it. warming, guys. We could have prevented this <laughs> years ago. Not like the, the walk-in theaters where they pretty much frown on you bringing anything. Yeah, like, yeah. if you're bringing in your own drink, which I will argue to this day now, I'm bringing in my own drink. I don't care because you guys failed me. I wanted my <laughs> drink that night and everyone of the my goddamn machines Coke? was out. And no one can tell me why. I think for me, the drive-in is more of a traditional experience. Because I remember doing that as a kid. And having the big bag of popcorn. And doing this and doing that. And having fun. It's the, it's the To me, that's the experience. That's fun. Yeah. If, if it's one of our big movies, I'll pay the extra 14 bucks. Otherwise, I am perfectly content. That's a fold-out. I can lay my happy <laughs> ass right there. Watch it on the big screen that I've got. And enjoy a movie. Yeah, yeah. So, there we go. All right. Enough of that. All, All right. right. We're going to move on to merchandise now. All right. Ted, you got anything on the horizon? Uh, No. I've started to bag and board my uh, issues that I picked up at the so Comic-Con. Yeah, so proud yeah. I knew Actually, I raised your eye. I need to get a box. You do? Yeah. <laughs> some of that. You know, they had boxes there. Um, But the... I you know I think the biggest thing we got this week is we can officially announce we have another nerd on the way. Is that right? Yeah. So we've got nerd number one is coming in September. So we're pretty happy about that. Uh, he's already got one, buddy. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you're, at, you're ready to the collective. It could be thing one, thing two. There you go. All right. There we go. So we uh, do we have a name for this young chap? We do. We do. Uh, we know it's going to be a uh, boy. And we're going with. Do you want to know the name? Have you, I told you the you're, name? You're going to let it out anyway. All right, we're we're going with Theodore David. And so, what nice. what might one call their nephew or cousin if if they wanted to come up with a cool nickname? Like, like, like for short, you know, it, like somehow Edward is Ted, right? But if we're going straight Theodore, and, and Theodore <laughs> David, and this is mostly our you and I fault. I'm going to call him Thor. You goddamn right <laughs> we are. The god. Thunder of God himself. I think I'm going Huxtables and straight up Theo. And that's yeah. what Brandy said. She said she's probably going to go either Teddy or Theo. Uh, so he will be Thor. He will be Thor. The God of Thunder is on his way. 
So finally get another little dude around here. So that's the biggest purchase I made this week. Is that right? <laughs> <laughs> and we'll continue to do so. Another $98,000. Yeah. <laughs> Brian, what about you? Well, I built up my uh, penguin mobile last night that I've had sitting on the shelf for a little while. It's from the Lego Batman from movie. From the Lego Batman movie. Pretty cool. It's got a little escape jet ski in the back. Got a couple of missiles. The fire. Pretty cool. Lego does no wrong so far, other than pricing the hell out of things. Yeah. And then our, our ever favorite uh, Loot Crate arrived. Oh. You know what? Loot Crate is like this stupid obsession now that, not obsession, I'm not going to say that, but Ted turned me on to it and I just can't cancel it because it's like every once in a while they come up with something great. Well, and you just don't want to miss out. Yeah, you think you're going to miss out on something cool and... Most of the stuff I end up giving to one of you guys, or t- or me and Grayson split it up and take that kind of thing. What uh? But what was this month's theme? Uh, investigators or something had some okay. cool X Files stuff in there. Had some X Files pencils that were spectacular. Had little sayings on them, but you know if you remember Mulder used to always line up pencils and throw them in the ceiling. Yeah. So it was a nice little pencil pack, but but we got this uh, Loot Crate exclusive, the Daredevil business card holder. Oh, which I think nice. I'm going to repurpose into our sticker holder. Okay. We just have okay. it on our hands nice. when that we go places. Guys, what is it? And what? This place it says avocados in law. I had our conversation last week. Oh, my avocado. God. That is awesome. It's got the attorney at law plaque on the front. Avocados at law. Avocados at law, yeah. That is awesome. And uh, that is probably the get of the box. Oh, I yeah. yeah it there's it always... There's always one thing that is like, all right, that's cool. That yeah, makes it worth paying it. the money. But damn. Yeah, that was it. That was the cool part. I wish we would have had. Oh, my. Oh, is there something in there? There's business cards in there. I haven't opened it yet. And one of them's in fucking is Braille. Braille. Ah, yes. <laughs> that's, could you imagine if we had that Bell's when we kitchen. met him last week? Oh, dude, I would have had him sign this shit like on the yeah, back. Did you yeah. have that at con? No, no, no. Okay. I would have brought uh, it. It would have been hard, though. Let's steal. I would have had him sign this and just yeah. get the card in there. Oh, yeah. That's true. That is awesome. Damn. We'll have to say that for next time. Maybe we need to again. get a blind listener to confirm what this is. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, after some discussions we were having the other week about the monster movies and stuff, I uh, was I did some digging on Amazon or something. I'd order some stuff for work. So for a mere like four sixty seven, I got the complete Ultraman series in today. Complete. So that's you awesome. You were wondering about Ultraman. Yeah. Here, here it, it is. is. <laughs> All on one disc. All one disc. One disc. I don't know no, how it's many on four discs. I don't know how thirty nine episodes. Oh wow. <laughs> you got some watching to do. That's here, awesome. Let me yep, see that. Four dollars. <laughs> I was like, yeah. You just didn't get that out of the truck stop bin? I, I guess it's not Blu-ray, but oh well. Yeah. They were like mostly 4 by 3 There you go. Yeah, that yeah is I brought some cool. here, so I'm nice. put them in there. That was, that was it for my week. Okay. What about you? Uh, well, I went down to uh, your mom's house, <laughs> which is my grandmother, uh, and I had him over lawn. And she always has got a bag of goodies for us. Yeah. Just because she gets those crates as well. And, uh... She gets... All, she gets all the crates. She gets all the crates. She gets the loot crate. She gets the geek, geek thing. box. Uh, but she's... You know, and she does the same thing where she keeps, like, the things that she wants and then divvies out. So what'd you score? So I got a bunch of these Q-Pop statues. 
that are like freaking oh, awesome, like, like our Doctor Strange, Strange one. Yeah. yeah. So I got the Green Arrow one that's based on Stephen Amell. Got the Hulk one, the Deadpool one. You gave me the Jessica Jones one last mm-hmm. week. Yeah, we have the Hulk she one. She gave me the uh, Ghostbusters one and the '66 Batman one. And so, and they're like real neat. Like I like them a whole lot. I I actually like them better than the regular Funko Pops. I mean, this is a Funko product, right? Get it out is. of the fucking house right now. Well, I think they're a little better I, culturally. It's and much better. Like, they tell a little bit of a story. Yeah. You know, that's an action scene or something's going on. You know, There's like a bunch of like, cool little bubbles. I think if I them. went one way, I would go that way. I, I, I'm not going to lie. I feel I feel Brian on that. Like, I was like, these are really... And I didn't realize how many there were. And I was just like, They're a wow. little more rare. They're not yeah. quite as prevalent as all the other Funkos. Which, I, I mean... I think they're great and stuff. I just think I need a little more focus in my collection, you know, yeah, that type of thing. I feel you. you what are you know? talking about, man? I got the freaking Force Awakens set right there. Oh, I know. But you can but there's but it's like for me it's like that that's just like a a uh, gateway right. to another one. It's like I'm a completionist. Yeah. Well, but that's the series. Yeah, that's right. the first series. Right. Exactly. That's what they are. They're, all, they're all in stick, series. That, Ted does stick to the series and collects them that way. And I think they're cool. I, I have no problem with them. I just think... What I like this, is that it's like one thing per thing. Yeah. Like, it's one statue per series. Like, it's not... The Q-Pop. It, right. There's yeah, not yeah. a Jessica Jones. There's not a, it, a Luke a Cage. There's not product, a Carrie right? Moss. It is. I, I think so. And I, I really like like the the way that they're animated looks really cool. It kind of reminds me of the uh, Disney Infinity sets. Yeah, that came out. Yeah, yeah. but Which, those would be cool to pull out and get signed. Like yeah. you did the cyborg thing. Yeah, you know where it's yeah. hard. To, yeah, I don't know. Is there anything that those are particular for? Loot crate, I think, because no, like them... they're not an interactive thing or anything. No, like that. they're just mm-hmm. statues. Okay. Uh, I did forget to mention with my merchandise is that I finally finished the Lego Sea Cow. Oh, uh, yeah. build from that I got the Lego Movie from the Lego Movie. So and you had that for three, the, four years? No, it was a year. I was waiting for some downtime. That was a son of a bitch to build, but I'm glad I did it. Yeah. It looks pretty baller. So, anyway, all right, uh, Brennan, what's our uh, final question of the night? So another addition that movie theaters have been doing recently have been adding uh, cocktail bars to their concession. So not only can you get fat for an overpriced amount, you can now get drunk for an overpriced amount. And so, instead of just a bar, a guy walks into a movie theater bar. Wait, harking back to our previous question about sneaking stuff in, are you okay about sneaking booze in? Like, you had a little rum to your Coke? I would bring a flask of rum, but get my Coke from the concession. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I just remember back in the day. That's enhancing my purchases from the concession. People bring a beer bottle and knock it over, and you just hear it go down. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And then roll, and then go down the next step. We did that. A bunch of us football players or something took the afternoon off from school one day to go see Rambo 2. Took the afternoon (laughs) off. Yeah. Commonly known as skipping. Well, we had a pretty good schedule, I think. But, yeah, we were sitting in this big long row of us, and every once in a while you hear a bottle just rolling down the entire Lowe's Theater. <laughs> so, finish your uh, question. So, sorry. sorry. So, a guy yeah. walks into a movie theater bar, and you guys are going to go see a movie. What actor or actress is with you, and what movie are you guys going to see? Don't come to me first. I still haven't figured this one out. Uh, I'm going... With the Wachowski siblings, sisters, 
and we are going to watch Cloud Atlas, and they're going to answer every fucking question <laughs> that I have. <laughs> I mean, I liked that movie a lot. I really enjoyed it. I don't know why. But yeah, I don't know why. I don't know why, and I want somebody to explain it to me. Yeah. So, that was there a, you go. That was a movie I watched on the iPad in the background while I was like working on something at the house. You can't do that. Oh my no. gosh, yeah. I'm like, what the... You're lost, because every time you turn around, it's a different time period. Right. What about you, Brendan? I'm grabbing a couple of pints with Simon Pegg, and I want to sit down and watch uh, Scott Pilgrim with him, so we can kind of chat about the nuances that Edgar Wright, since he's obviously worked with him, he would be able to pick up on some little things that maybe other people wouldn't, and given the fact that he wasn't in it, I think would be a more fun topic for him to discuss instead of one of his own movies. So gotcha. this would be a private viewing, then more discussion would be. Yeah, allowed. I'm just. Okay. It's like a. We wouldn't be rude to other people at this point. No, it's like a one-on-one. Like it matters now. I'm like, think. hey, I'm up here with George Lucas. I'm going to talk. Shut up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. No, you shut up. You shut up. So, Brian. Man, I still find this to be very, very difficult. You get to watch any movie with any actor, actress, director. Yeah, and that's what makes it so difficult. It um, did take me. It's a good. It's, I think it's, we both know I the said, answer. You're picking George Lucas and watching something Star Wars. I, I would have I, said Harrison that, Ford, maybe. I was gonna say maybe Harrison Ford. I'm not. And I would have. I would have figured I, well, Harrison not, Ford. Not, Ford would be able to understand what he said. Yeah. I would have figured Harrison Ford with an Indiana Jones movie. That would be kind of fun, but I think I'd rather do Spielberg with a with a Jones movie. Ford, or with Lucas, what I was thinking about is George Lucas, but with one of the movies he had nothing to do with. That's why uh, I went with, well, Simon Pegg is not in the movie, he's absolutely worked with right. the director. I, if so, I got, if so I go got, in with Lucas and say, so what do you think of what they're doing with it? What do you think of the, you know, where do you think it's going, you know, so that watch, kind of conversation would be cool. Watch Force Awakens. Yeah, Force Awakens. Or Alien. watching Alien with right. him would be fun. Ridley yeah. Scott would be a great sit down with some of his movies, like Ridley Scott. And oh, you know what? I would watch Dune with George Lucas. Yeah, that would be fun. If I sat there and watched Indiana Jones Four with Steven Spielberg, I would just stare at him and shake my fucking head the whole time, like <laughs> not even watching the screen. No, just watching. No. I just I want you to watch the screen, Steven, and I'm just gonna sit here. And you're buying my drinks the rest of the night. <laughs> All right, I think that's going to do it for this week. Uh, Brennan, if people want to reach out to us on the social medias, how do they do that? Well, on Twitter and Instagram, you can use at nerdspeak underscore to uh, find all of our pictures and videos. And then you can use the hashtag nerdverses to suggest any ideas for questions for us or have any topics we should discuss. And on Facebook, you can just find us at nerdspeak. And we always try to do a uh, live video while we're uh, recording this mm-hmm. week's episode. So normally it's Facebook. around, yeah, normally it's around 8.15, 8.30 Eastern yeah, Standard Time. In there. Um, Brian, if people want to donate to our cause, how do they do that? Again, go to patreon.com forward slash nerdspeak. Find us there and uh, reward us. And as always, you can find us on uh, iTunes. Just search for nerdspeak. Uh, we need some reviews. Uh, one star, five stars, whatever it'll be, we'll be happy to take it. And our website is www.nerdspeak.one. That is nerdspeak.one. And we will, we will be down next week, right? 
Uh, we'll we're back be with a special episode next week. We'll have a special uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two episode. We're gonna do our before. We'll do, we'll, we'll do it before, and then we'll all go see the movie, and then we'll come back and do our after. So that'll be spoilerific for sure. It'll be in it'll, a little different format than what we're used to because we'll do a, a before on its own episode to release. And then come back and do an after episode, or no? No, no, no. no. we'll just do it all at once. Okay, so. we're just gonna, you didn't get that memo. because we'll, we might have to record later on than what we yeah. normally do. So anyway, we'll work. But out it will come out after the week after the movie releases. So yeah, you'll, we'll be down one week while someone's on vacation. Somebody's going to Myrtle Beach. This guy because they can't go to the Zika-infested Florida. That's right, the armpit of America. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I think that's going to do it for this week, Brendan. Say goodbye. Goodbye, Nerd Nation. Enjoy the week. Everyone, goodbye. Yelly. Hope everybody has a good week. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks.